everyone, and welcome back to Can't Hardly Wait Minute. The podcast where we analyze the 1998 graduation party classic, Can't Hardly Wait, one minute at a time. I'm your co-host, Aaron. I'm your co-host, James. And it's minute 89, which begins with the second half of Preston's hero's trial nonsense, uh, where yesterday he ended with something to make me, and today he says, come out a better person. Hmm. And I have it going through... Denise's pause after she says there is such a thing as fate. Oh no, it paused there? Yes. Uh, all right. Yes. Well, Do you have to move one of your two notes? Yeah. Uh let's see. I I knew that was gonna end up happening because No, it's good. It's good because he says something in response um that is hilarious. So we'll move that yes. there and it's fine. Yeah, because like I was like, it's gonna do this, but she paused long enough that in yeah. order it would have gone like three seconds into the next minute right. by the time she finished the line. So I was like, no, right. I can't, right. I can't give it, I can't give that one up this time. Right. So th- he says that he's sort of getting into his car, doing. He he does a lot of business of well, I guess I'm gonna leave. Yep, here I go, walking on over. Yep, here comes the car door. No, like. It takes him a long time to not get in the car. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> and he says something here, which I find to be the most age-appropriate, realistic uh-huh. expectation, honest with yourself about what you were hoping for thing mm-hmm. of this whole movie. And something to which I have actually literally, not thinking of Can't Hardly Wait, thought myself in just this circumstance. He says... Would have been cool to make out with her, though. Yep. I find that incredibly, one, relatable, two, a breath of fresh air from stuck up, I think I'm 45, Preston. Yes. You're a teenager, my guy. Make out with some people. (laughs) Yeah. Just, yeah. You're a teenager, like, you're well-spoken. Yeah. You are a good-looking dude. You're smart. Presumably, you have some social skills. I mean, you were on the swimming team, and... You have run into a number of people at this party who know who you are and want to talk to you. So now <laughs> they have all been dudes. Knows your name, right? Well, yeah. no, the Earth Girl knows. But who he didn't is. run into her. Fair point. Yeah. Fair point. Yeah. The only oh, people that he spoke to were um, girl whose party it is who acknowledged that she knows his name, right? And yearbook girl who also acknowledged that she knows that he is in the yearbook. Right. Neither one of them necessarily wanted to talk to him. I would say Girl Whose Party It Is, if he had come alone, would have been more willing to talk to him. Yes. If she had not been in hostess mode, I think she would have been willing to talk to him, too. She was like, oh, hey, Preston, what's going... Ugh, there's Denise. Blah. Barf. Yeah. Yeah. But I think she also would have, because she was hosting, she would have ushered him in and then moved on to her next hosting duty. Right. But, like, they they probably had classes together. Right. She strikes me as the type who probably was also an honor student and was, you know, they probably had some of the smart kid classes together. Unless she, as we have posited, was a junior, in which case she was probably also on the swim team, maybe. Maybe, or or she could have been taking advanced classes. That's true. She does seem like the person who is trying to get out of there in three years. Yeah. 
But then, no, because if she was getting out of there in three years, she would have had to take a bunch of senior classes. So it would have been as if she was a, both a senior and a junior. So no. Well, and if he's a, if he's in the advanced classes of a grade above her, mm-hmm. then she probably would not have been taking right. advanced classes of a grade above her. But they could have had like a foreign language together. Right. They could have had electives together. Yeah, I agree. Lit mag. Yeah. I, I, wasn't newspaper? he on the literary magazine? Newspaper? Yeah. Something like that. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah. Every day we we hawked a Huntington Hills newspaper for a penny a pape until the until the administration said you can't sell that paper here. <laughs> <laughs> Those papers are free for everyone. Stop trying to make money. Then we soaked them, and that's why we got suspended. <laughs> uh huh. Yep. So, anyways, I have definitely had the experience of. This is a world-changing love. This is a love that could last. We could be married. We could be together forever. Mm-hmm. I just need to, to let her know that I like her and see if she likes me back. She does not like me back. Oh, and okay. Uh, but really, all I want is to make out with them. Like, that. that's, you know, yeah. freshman year James, freshman year in college James was not, ready for let's settle down for a relationship that's going to last through the ages. Nor right. is Preston. Right. They've put, it's, it's a, it's a societally, wow, I'm going to get on, on, on a soapbox mode. I didn't realize that. It's a trick that society has through movies like this mm-hmm. <laughs> and pop music, which came first, the music of the misery where you just want to make out with someone, but movies have told you that, and songs have told you that, that's not good. One, that's not good. And two, mm-hmm. what is good is dedicating yourself to someone forever. And that's when they'll make out with you. Yeah. And that's really bad. Yeah. <laughs> it's really. And then I think that also lends itself to slut shaming. Yes. I think that is the prequel to, to slut shaming is a guy is like, I'm ready to marry you. By which he means let's make out or let's have sex. Yeah. I mean, what, whatever. But if a girl is not like, oh, I'm just waiting for the right guy to propose or whatever, 30s bullshit. Yeah. If she has sex with someone, if she is, you know, whatever, then she gets slut shamed and socially parietized. That's not a word, but it is a word. Now it is. Mm-hmm. It's in the dictionary. Yep. But yeah, I, I like that he has come to this, which is it only completes the Preston is more mature now. Yeah. Um, thing. I think the fire in his hero's trial, parentheses, by fire, parentheses, mm-hmm. that's what he means, <laughs> close to parentheses, <laughs> yep. is Amanda yelling at him. Yeah. That's where he, that was the fire. All yeah. of the rest of it was just gasoline soaking. <laughs> now, so here's a question. If when he went to talk to her, she was like, you know what? I'm honestly, I, I literally just got out of a relationship. I yeah. am not... Like, if she had been nice about it, if she had just been like, you know what, I, even if she had known that he was the one who wrote the letter, and she's like, look, it's not that I don't appreciate the lovely things that you said, I just am not in a place for anything right Right. now. Do you think he would have still come out of this with like, man, what a bummer, would have been nice to make out with her? Or did it take her yelling at him for him to grow up? I think it's the second one for sure. Because if she had just said, I'm really just not in a place right now, he would have heard right now. Right. And been like, okay, well, when I get back from my writing workshop that I haven't told anybody about. (laughs) Secret writing workshop. 
Yep. Then maybe then she'll be in a place. He would have just kept holding on to it. It's a, you're telling me there's a chance situation. Yeah. I think that it would have been cool if they'd done that. This would have been probably a much less popular movie. If they had just let them make out? No, no, no. That would have been a different kind of popular movie. But uh, <laughs> if she had been like, hey, this was really nice and it really made my night and it really made me feel like I could stand up to Mike. And it re- So thank you very much for writing this. These, these were great words. I appreciate it. You're a very skilled writer and I hope oh, that you're going you're- off to a writing workshop to uh, learn about that. And he's like, I am. Oh, my God. But she was like, but I'm not in that it's place It's like you right read now. my mind. We're clearly meant to be together. <laughs> We're so much. I'm going to stop Hands her a right case there. of strawberry Pop-Tarts. <laughs> so She's when like, you were I'm saying. <laughs> when you were. Weird. <laughs> weird strawberry allergy that she developed in the past three years. Um, when you were saying, I wish that they had done that. Mm-hmm. You mean next week. I'm with, thing, I wish. You no. mean you wish that a thing. Not, not at the party. Yeah, at the party. Oh, I at wish the party. That, I wish they, which is by which I mean the writers, had yeah. done her gently letting him down, like you, like the, that option of not yeah. yelling at him and not being like, yeah, okay, let me just take off my clothes and do you, <laughs> which is a See, different movie. But okay. if they if they'd had her gently let him down, like I feel like it's more re- realistic. Yeah. If more movies did that. One, people would like movies less. Two, <laughs> perhaps it would lead to less problematic nice guy. Yeah. Okay. So my initial thought was accurate, but then I misthought my initial thought, which had me thinking that you meant if next week at mm. the end of the movie, she said, instead of, I'm going to spoil the end of the movie a teeny bit, but like instead of that, her being like this you know, yeah, maybe we can be together. If she had been like, you know, I just wanted to come find you to say thank you. Yeah. This gave me the boost of confidence that I needed, and I just really appreciate these lovely things that you said about me. You're a really great writer. Yeah. I think that still would have been fine. Yeah. For her to not have to be like, yes, let's be together. It would have, I think, teenage Aaron would have been like, that is some bullshit. Yeah. But adult Aaron would be like, fuck yeah, Amanda, you tell him that you just because he said some nice things about you in a letter doesn't mean you have to date him. Right. In fact. Yeah. Don't. (laughs) Yeah. In fact, don't. But like, yeah, she could just appreciate and tell him that she appreciates the nice things that he said. Then that could be the end of it and he could leave being like you know what i didn't get what i wanted but i made her feel good and honestly like is fulfilling for me yeah what i realized is that if she'd done that he would i was just sitting here being like so if he had gone off to his writing workshop and then presumably eventually college back east he would have been the in the exact situation that mike dexter wanted to place himself in yeah which is single ready to mingle Mm mm-hmm and at a call and but see Preston would have been able to hold his own in conversations about stuff mm-hmm. about any about anything ecomo- ecological <laughs> stuff or mm-hmm. whatever pre-med stuff pre-med stuff um I suppose we're all pre-med kind of like it's true some of us become med and some of us just always stay pre-med mm-hmm. that's a good way to think about it yeah they all are um so yeah I just 
I think it would be interesting to see that happen. And I, I always bring this up whenever the, what, there's not a happy ending? Uh, In Good Company with Topher Grace has that exact ending. It's the only movie I've ever watched where I'm like, huh, this movie just ended and no one got together. Spoilers for In Good Company, but no, he gets on an elevator. He gets like the job, but the girl's like, no, thank you. You know, you're a good friend. Good luck with business life or being a businessman or whatever. Huh. I don't think I even Bye. know what that movie is. It. I think he's a businessman. And then the boss's daughter is cute and probably okay. played by a 90s, early 2000s teen or 20-year-old person. Okay. And then they do like flirty stuff and all this stuff. And then, yeah, it ends with her being like, all right, well, I'm going to my Vonnegut writing. Wait, no, that's a different one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it, it, and I, I, I watched, I remember watching it at the college movie theater and all my girl friends hating it and me being like, that was realistic. That's what happens. And like, I know movies are an escape. And like they're, uh, you know, they're supposed to be like a fantasy and whatever. It mm-hmm. felt refreshing to me to be like, you usually don't get the girl. <laughs> like yeah. it doesn't matter how many beautiful words you write. You usually don't get the girl. That's what it's makes true. getting the girl special. And I use getting the girl, but by which I mean finding your love yes. or whatever. Finding love is rare. That's why it's great. Yeah. <laughs> it's not yes. like you can just write a cool letter and then people are like, let's be together forever sort of stuff. Yeah. But I guess the graduate is the other one where it's like, Oh, like graduate is, is one of the weirdest endings. Cause they, he basically interrupts her wedding. They run away, get on a bus. And the last shot is them being like, shit, what did we just do? And then it yeah. ends and you're like, Oh, okay. So we are all like, I watched it once when I was depressed and I was like, Oh, this was a mistake. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I want to have a good laugh. Let's watch The Graduate. That I recall being funny. <sighs> there is some existential stuff that goes on there that I had not recalled. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but so this movie does not do that, FYI. Uh, but I like that he has the sentiment of would have been nice to make out with her. Yes. And then... <laughs> <laughs> then he has... I, I said yesterday that every new Ethan Embry moment is the most Ethan Embry. This is the most Ethan Embry. He turns to Denise and he goes, would you make out with me? In the most Ethan Embry voice ever. And I love it. It's so good. I love uh, I love their relationship when we get to see their relationship. Mm-hmm. It's weird because they're best friends, but we barely see them interact the entire movie. Exactly. I mean, in one of them, he calls her a bitch or he calls yeah. her bitchy. Yeah. Like, that's one of the, like, five scenes that we see them in. <laughs> yeah. And this, I like, because at the time, we said that this, that is a comfort thing. That he feels comfortable yeah. to say that, perhaps because of a past conversation or whatever. Yeah. This is the opposite side of that coin. Yes. Where they can joke about, will you make out with me? Because mm-hmm. they both know... It's no. nothing. That's, a, <laughs> yeah. that's a nothing there. That's no one. You're not being serious. I'm not going to take you seriously. Yeah. So it can be a joke where you're being weird now. Yes. And that's the joke. Yep. And it takes like you can't have a history with someone, an unresolved anything 
to make that 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 joke is you have to make sure you know what ground you are on yes (laughs) yes Uh, i think maybe in the context of what he's just said maybe it's a more safe joke to make uh i don't know i think that you have to be there has to be a level of comfort between the two of you yeah for like it's a safe joke to make but in order for her to just like laugh and then move on and not have any and like they both know that he's just joking right and there's not any like but i mean i will if you want to because like i think if she'd been like yeah sure i'll make out with you he would have been like what no 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 Ew. Dude, no. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, And then so she says, you know, judging from my little experience last night, I do think there's such a thing as fate. Mm -hmm. Which is an interesting way to to look at it. Because, I mean, yeah, the fact that she and Kenny had been friends for so long when they were kids and then they weren't friends. And then they were of all the people to be stuck in a bathroom with. Yeah. And then to find out that you actually still like this person right. that you used to be so close to. It's it's weird because I think that they said that they, that Denise and Preston dated for a week in seventh grade. Mm-hmm. Is that where we established? I think so. So in a way, this could have been, Kenny and Denise could easily have been Denise and Preston mm-hmm. in another alternate universe. Yeah. Friends I for think- a long time. They couldn't have, maybe them dating in seventh grade sort of nulled that out a little bit, but like, I don't know. Yeah, I think the difference there is that Preston and Denise stayed in touch and strengthened their friendship, where Kenny right. and Denise have not spoken right. in like seven years. Is that an enemies to lovers, friends to enemies to lovers? Um, Friends to enemies to back to friends? Yeah, that's... We're trapped together. We have to share a bed, but it's a bathroom. Uh, There's a lot of tropes going on in in that. Yeah, I would put that as... It's definitely a there's only one bed type of situation. Or or like, um, you know, the car broke down and we're snowed in at this cabin. And I think I just saw you masturbating. Yes. That trope. You know that trope? Yeah, that trope. Yep. (laughs) Yeah, I would say it's more of a, it's not second chance in the sense of, like, rekindling the fires of a lost, like, marital love. Right. But. It's it's like they took all the tropes and blended them. Yeah. Poured them out into a trope smoothie. Like. Yeah. Christina's book kind of does this, where the, her two main characters had been friends and then didn't speak for many years and now are back in contact. And. She ends up, like, staying with him because she has no place else to go. Right. And there's only one bed, but there also is a couch. But if you sleep on the couch, the dog is going to lick your face. So. And wouldn't you rather have your old friend lick your face? Exactly. Your very cute old friend. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that book is How to Stay by Christina Mitchell, um, in case anyone is curious. It's very good. Excellent. Good wreck. Yeah. So... I, that's all I had. Yeah, um, that's all, that's it for me. I'm most excited about tomorrow's episode. Okay. So let's do social media. Yeah. Okay. Well, we are on Twitter as a podcast at J-E underscore Minute Movies. Individually, I'm at Unabashedly Aaron. I'm at Unabashed James. We are proud members of the Scavengers Network. 
on Twitter at scavengersnet. And uh, there are a bunch of other great shows on the network, one of which we will drop an ad for at the end of this episode. Have you heard the new Spooky Spouses ad? Yes. I definitely used it. Yeah. It's great. (laughs) I now I'm trying to remember if I actually have... I'm trying to remember which one is the new one and which one is the old one. I'll have to listen to it again. Yeah. It's good. It it does it has it sounds like the old one, but Mason doesn't do the reveal at the end of like, oh sorry, I had my something caught in my throat the whole time. Oh, okay. Um but the, I think the clips are better. Anyways. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, uh we'll put an ad at the end. All right. That's gonna do it for us. We have one episode left and it's getting late here, so we're gonna get on over to that because Time is honeys. Go hot dogs. The Scavengers Network. Creator driven. Community focused. Treasured content. Do you wish your life was a little more spooky? Hi, everybody. My name is Jordan Reed. And I'm Lindsay Reed. And this is Spooky Spouses, a podcast about ghosts and stuff. Tall tales. If you ever want to find out if a psychic is real or not, commit a crime (laughs) and then go to them and ask about the crime. Cryptid technology. That's why we can't find Bigfoot, because they don't have trackers. They don't have these apps that are like, here I am going to the ice cream store later. Scary stories. (laughs) You know what you're going to do? What? Crap your pants. Oh, no. (laughs) Okay. Numbers in general. I just hear or see numbers and my brain shuts off. (laughs) You can find brand new episodes of Spooky Spouses every week, wherever you get your podcasts. (laughs) Excuse me. Part of the Scavengers Network.